I've had a conversation with several organizations that were, you know, facing an upcoming sort of CEO transition. Um, and this is a really interesting topic because it brings us straight to the heart of this paradox that in self-managing organizations, CEOs, quote-unquote, um, are seem to be both much more and much less important than in traditional organizations, right? And to understand this paradox, um, I think it, it, it only works if we look at sort of the detailed roles and stop talking, please, about CEO, you know, this one box. We don't do it for other people in the organizations. We talk about detailed roles. So let's please do it for, you know, the person that people might consider to be the CEO, right? And I talk about these roles in one of the very first videos. Um, I think it's video 1.10. And, um, and so there's a number of roles, um, you know, that you could put in a CEO box. Um, one of it is to be sort of the, the face of the organization, sort of the outside and the inside. And, you know, that's, that's not really not the most interesting role to me. I think when you talk about CEO succession, what you're really wondering about is two roles in particular, right? One of the roles is to be, is this role of the source. And again, if, you know, you, this word source doesn't make, you know, doesn't ring a bell, watch video 1.10 where I talk about it. Um, another role is the role of holding the space for this new management paradigm, making sure that we don't slip back into sort of the, the old hierarchical and mechanistic paradigm. And so what we're really talking about is succession for these various CEO roles, um, and in particular, these two roles of source and, and holding the space. So um, you can look at them really distinctly because it doesn't necessarily mean that it's one person who takes over these two roles or, or more of these roles, right? This could be spread you know, among two people or more. Um, and okay, now that you have this more precise language, so how do you go about, you know, finding a new person to fill that role, right? A successor. Um, well, often, you know, it happens kind of by itself, right? Remember that in self-managing organizations, you have lots of natural hierarchies, right? And very often it's pretty clear, you know, who will, you know, would be the best person to be you know, holding this role of source? Who would be the next person to be the holding this, you know, role of, of holding the space? Um, and so sometimes the process can be very simple. It's that simply the old person, like holder of that role, um, uses the advice process and, you know, fills that role. So, hey, yeah, my successor as source, you know, I believe it's this person, I do an advice process and, you know, um, after having listened to everybody, I you know confirm my choice, or maybe I've you know learned something and I propose somebody different. Um, it can be as simple as that, um, and you know in general, like if that is done well, we're using the advice process. Everybody falls in line because everybody's sort of natural hierarchy. You know, everybody sort of recognizes, yeah, these are the obvious people to fill those roles. Um, if you want to make it more of a team process to um, fill those important roles, then I would urge you to consider um, the sociocratic election process, right? Um, sort of candidateless election. And if you Google it, you, you know, you'll find uh, uh, ways to do that. And it's just a very beautiful process where um, you operate a number of rounds where people first describe sort of what are the 
you know, the expectations for this role, the qualities that we're looking for for these roles. And then everybody in their hearts and minds, um, you know, writes down one name that they feel is the best positions. And then we talked about it and we choose one and then we do an objection round. And, um, but it's, it's a candidate-less election. So nobody is sort of, you know, trying to get your vote. It's just everybody really thinking deeply about what does a role need and so who is the best person I see. And then we have profound conversation to really make sure that we use the collective intelligence um, to choose the right to choose the right person. Um, uh, one thing for um, these sociocratic elections to work is that you need to have people who know the most likely candidates. So if you're large organizations, um, it means that it's sort of the more senior people that are likely to know, you know the most likely candidates. Um, and so um, you know, that's, that's a bit tricky because you know, sometimes you have the urge that you want to involve everybody. Um, but if I'm in a totally different country and I've never actually met any of the people who would be the natural candidates, like, you know, I, I really don't have any input into that conversation. And I think that, that we should just accept the reality and say, hey, yeah, you know, it was those people who are closest to, to this, um, you know, who can, who can choose. You might involve more voices in the beginning of that process where it's not about who is best to fill that role, but, you know, what kind of qualities are we looking for? And there it might be really interesting to get voices from, you know, all parts of the organization. One thing I certainly wouldn't do is um, make a company-wide wide vote. Um, I know that some organizations do this and, you know, sometimes it, it works for them. Um, I think that Patagonia has done it in the past, but, um, you know, if you really make a vote, um, it, you know, it, then you suddenly have, you know, candidates and then these candidates start campaigning. And then, you know, then it becomes polarizing. And then, you know, your candidate won and mine lost. And I now, you know, feel no love for that person who won. And it just, I mean, it just brings out all of the ugly things that we don't like about elections in, in democracy. So um, I would really stay away from that. Um, one thing, um, however, the method that you've, you know, chosen these new role fillers is that for these really important roles like source, like holding the space, um, I think it's it's critical that you make some form of sort of public ritual, right? Um, and Peter Koenig, who coined this term source, talks about the, the, the that is, this is absolutely critical for sort of the old source to transmit sort of their their capacity as source to the new person filling filling that role. So I think it's it's important that you really think about a public ritual where you, you thank the old person filling that role and then you welcome the new one. Um, and maybe one last thought about outside candidates. Um, so, you know, in some organizations, it just feels like there isn't really anybody um, who seems to be, you know, able to fill these particular roles. Um, and and so you feel like, hey, maybe we need somebody from the outside, somebody, you know, who deeply understands this or the real stature that, you know, could could grow into these roles. Um, and you can do that. Um, the example of Sun Hydraulics um, in Florida is a good example. So, I've, you know, since you know Bob Kosky, the founder, was there, they've gone through 
I think now three or four CEOs transitions um, and it's worked for them. And the, the trick that they've used, which I think is critical, is that they didn't hire a person to be a CEO. Um, instead, what they did is they hired somebody who they thought might grow into these qualities or have these qualities, but hired them, you know, as you would always do, sort of without a job title, and simply told them, hey, find a way to, um, you know, add value to make yourself useful with what you know. And, um, and what then happens is with natural hierarchies is people see them at work and go like, oh, wow, yes, hell yes, I see them in that position. We're so glad we hired this person so that she or he could you know, uh, grow in that position. And so when the, the current job you know, uh, role filler leaves, um, you know, it's natural that they will be chosen for that role. So, so much for CEO succession. Um, please don't talk about CEO succession, but talk about these um, specific roles and then uh, look for you know, who are the natural candidates you know, to fill these roles. Um, and most likely this will be a much easier process than you think because everybody will sort of recognize that there's one person who just seems like the most natural and obvious candidate to fill those roles. Perhaps you've noticed there is no paywall, no monthly membership to access this video series. That's because the videos live in the gift economy. This is how it works. I gift everything that goes into making the videos, my time, energy, and insights, and you get to choose what feels right to gift back. Please take a moment to reflect on what would feel good to give in return to help me continue doing this work. Thank you.